Welcome back to Divorce Confessional. It's been about a week since I gave the first update on my son's birthday. Um, My ex didn't show up at all, and we still had a good day, but um, it's been real hard on my son this week that his dad's not around, and um, tomorrow is his actual birthday, and this is the first year that he's going to spend it without me. Um, He's going to go to his dad's during the day. And, you know, it's going to be hard. I uh, did start therapy more intensely. I've been going through BetterHelp online and meeting with my therapist over the phone, like video calls and stuff. And I'm not being paid. This is not a plug for them. But... In the one week I've been doing it, it's made an impact because not only do I get the sessions, but she encourages me to reach out, let her know what I'm feeling and going through as it's happening. So instead of like recalling back to something that happened that week, you know, in one weekly session, I'm able to like let her know today this triggered me. I think this specifically set me off on like negative thoughts and this is what, you know, really affected me for the week. Um, but I was talking to her about this week in general and you know, how do I spend a birthday without my kid? How do I, it seems weird not to celebrate it, but the person you're celebrating isn't there. And as a mom, you know, you gave birth to them and it's very, very hard. It's something I don't agree with the county, um, giving every other year to each parent. I think that birthdays are those days where even if both parents can't get along, half the day should be one parent, half the day should be another. Like there should be that family, you know, allowance that that child gets to see both parents on their birthday. I just think that's how it should be, especially with young kids. That's not how they do it in my county and really fucking sucks. So my therapist suggested I, um, tomorrow keep busy, but also celebrate. Like instead of just trying to ignore the day, celebrate it, make it about myself as in like an, I gave birthday, this day is really special to me personally because I brought my son into the world. I'm going to focus on, you know, my thankfulness, my joy and having that in my life. And so I thought that was good. I thought that was a really interesting way to look at it. We'll see how tomorrow goes. Um, but this week's been crazy, 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 crazy. Um, I've been more purposeful about finding full-time work in order to refinance my house to keep it. And being met with a whole bunch of resistance from my family, basically. My mom backed out of any, you know, watching my son at all, real non-committal. And... I applied for, interviewed with this um, daycare center, thinking, okay, well, I can work here, he can come here, blah, blah, blah. He's special needs, and I think that he's still too much of a liability to go there, now that I think about it, after my interview. So I'm still going to go to the second interview. They're still offering more than, you know, most places around here. 
but I don't know if I'm going to take it. Um, I'm going to follow up on another couple leads today. But I'm just real discouraged. I spent most of yesterday crying, even though they pretty much offered me the job. Because, you know, this isn't what I want to do. It's just really sinking in that, you know, this burden falls on me to get him to and from school, to be involved in his life in the way that he needs. You know, he's special needs, and it's really, really hard for me to do this on my own, and my family won't step up. Um, They won't be there, even though they can. And that's been really, really hard. So, you know, I'm just brokenhearted. I didn't want to start right away. I really wanted to finish the summer um, staying home with my son because I only have a few, you know, I claimed vacation weeks from his dad. So I still have about three weeks left in the summer where it's just me and him. And I really want to be with him. You know, those weeks that means so much to me so much so that I might, you know, forego starting work right away because I really want that with him. And I don't know what that means for fall. And I don't know if that's something I should sacrifice right now. You know, give up my time with my son in order to get a job right away or trust that I'll be able to find a good situation in fall when I don't need full-time care for him and he's in school full-time. You know, it's just a lot. I'm just praying and hoping something comes along. But you guys, it's not even the tip of what happened this week. So... In order to start my week with me, my son went over to my ex's one day out of his weekend, came back early. During that one day, he was at my ex's and his girlfriend's, and coming back from that, he said some really troubling things. Um, My son was saying that he got trapped in a hot garage at his friend's house across the street and down, And no one was supervising him and his friend who's younger than he is. So right now, you know, my son is six. His friend is five. Their sister's three. And these kids are just running around inner city downtown with six sex offenders within a one mile radius. Like I looked that up and that's, you know, in the forefront of my mind as I'm thinking about what he's telling me. And I don't know where the adults are. Um, Again, my son's special needs. He can't always tell danger. He doesn't think necessarily. And, you know, I'm just overwhelmed. I made a CPS report. It was the second one I made against my ex. The first one was the incident where he had bronchitis and my ex refused to take him in and he was far away from me. And then this one, you know, I figure they're not going to do anything. You know, maybe they'll follow up, but I don't think anything's going to happen. Well, I got called yesterday saying they opened it. You know, they opened a whole investigation, and one of the workers is coming to interview me and my son today. And I don't have any fears about that. You know, I was telling them over the phone, my main concern is that my ex is going to know it's me, A know it's me, and then B, react very abusively. You know, I'm bracing myself for the text, the the phone calls, everything, just harassing me constantly for this. And, 
you know, I'm jumpy. I'm scared to leave my house. I'm scared to, you know, every time my phone rings, I'm on edge. And it's really, really hard. I cried a lot about it already. But I hope, you know, something's got to give because he's bringing up some very concerning things from being over there. Just how he's alone, how he's allowed to do what he wants without supervision, how he's out of sight, out of mind, you know, basically caring for himself the whole time he's there. So I know I did the right thing and... And talking with my therapist, she made a good point. It's like, he's... My ex isn't going to take responsibility, so he is going to blame me. You know, all that is going to happen, and he's going to come after me. But that's not on me, you know? That's his choice for not supervising, not making sure he's safe. But that's a lot. So we have that interview today, and... You know, they have to conclude the investigation within 30 days. And I don't think they've contacted my ex yet because I haven't gotten, you know, the harassment. (laughs) But that's still very scary and very real. And I was talking with my therapist. I'm like, I don't think people realize the, the depths that it goes, you know, and women who've been battered and abused when they leave the relationship. This has been years, guys. And I'm still feeling that much fear, that much anxiety, that much, you know, pure trauma still going through my brain. You know, what's he going to do? What's he going to say? Oh, my God. And I don't want to give him that power. But at the same time, you know, I'm still very much fresh out of it. And it's just really, really hard to go on. Well, I better go. Um, I'm going to follow up on some more job leads and hopefully get somewhere. But I wanted to give you guys an update. And hopefully this helps someone. I'll be sure to keep you guys posted on CPS and what happens with that. Um, I'm probably going to cry the whole time. And I really don't want to. But maybe that's a good thing. Because I'm just, you know, terrified of my kid being there. So I'll talk to you guys later.